Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So excited that Darren Pang is going to be part of the coverage of the Stanley Cup Finals on TNT. The Florida Panthers against the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas winning last night against Dallas to win that series and represent the West. And Darren Pang, good morning. Great to have you with us on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, everyone. And yeah, yeah that series, uh, we thought that would end a, a few games ago. But somehow Dallas was able to ex- you know keep extending it without Jamie Benn and but then last night, man, I was watching that game. I'm like, they are flat, real flat. And, uh, you know, so it's going to be really interesting. Cross-country tour of Vegas and uh, and the Florida Panthers for the Stanley Cup final. Who would have bet on that a couple of years ago? No doubt about it. And especially if you would have told us that the Vegas goaltending situation would be what it was. And, Panger, they're still paying Robin Leonard $5 million a year. But here they are in the finals. And it's, it's even different, I think, than the Blues with Bennington back in 2019 because – they really didn't. It's kind of like Matt Murray, I guess, with the Penguins a few years ago, right? They they didn't get their goaltending situation settled until really the playoffs started. No, you are right. It's not. It's not the same. I mean, from that January, you know, whatever third moment in in Philadelphia where Biddington got the shutout, um, the team just kind of rode it from there. And and uh, uh, and he was, you know, although Jake Allen came in and played some games, it was there was no question, uh, especially on home ice. And if you recall at that time. You know, the Blues were having a real tough time on home ice, and, and I think so was Jake Allen. And so when, when Bennington came in, he was just kind of a savior. Every every save that he made that was probably the same as Jake Allen, the crowd was just so much more confident at that particular time. And then Jake went on the road and played great. But um, in this situation, yeah, I mean, they listen, they had Robin Lehner. They, they made some mistakes, uh, Vegas has. I mean, they made some mistakes in calculating, you know, goaltending along the way. Uh, bringing in Robin Lehner and 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 moving along, Mark Andre Fleury was the first one in my opinion. I agreed. You know, and then they signed him to the deal, and then, uh, you know, now they're now they're sitting there with a, you know, with a cap filled team full of really good veterans. They trade for Jack Eichel. They sign Alex Petrangelo, and and they've got Logan Thompson was their starting goaltender this year, um, and and he's not a bad goaltender, but again. You know, unheralded. Well, these guys are even less heralded. <laughs> so, I mean, it is amazing what they've done. And um, you guys remember longtime NHLer Sean Burke, goaltender, yep. a big guy, and like six foot four, six foot five. And anyway, he he's taken over the goaltending coaching duties for them. And I think he's done a phenomenal job. You cannot underestimate the work. If someone's got some magic to them, and you know, they're able to take a big goalie, which these goaltenders are, Aiden Hill. And uh, and also uh, the other big guy that they've got. Oh, Laurent Brossois. Uh, say that fast, Kerry. Okay, okay, Kerry. Laurent Brossois. Laurent Brossois. 
Yeah, Lorraine Brossois. Very good. That was excellent. <laughs> hey, Peggy, with the way the Stars played last night, Jamie Benn maybe should have stayed sitting out. They they didn't perform well. But I, I want to talk about Ivan Barbashev. What do you make of him, uh, obviously, getting traded at the trade deadline and going to the Stanley Cup final? How, how does that feel for him, knowing what he's gone through this season? You know, during the year, we, we talked an awful lot leading up into the trade deadline, and I said it many times on on this award-winning show that I'm on right now. Have you guys won any awards? I just want to make sure. Uh, not recently, You're but we've won it some existence. <laughs> we love it. Okay, well, I'm going to give you – okay, so we'll get – and, and I, I remember saying at the time, listen, Ivan Barbashev's clearly not coming back. He's, his house is on the market. He's, it's sold. He's closing in March. The team that gets Ivan Barbashev will, will, will get the most well-rounded player. I mean, he's a perfect complement to any team out there because he can – you know, he's the number one on the penalty kill. He's a tenacious four-checker. He can, he can go on the top line, which, by the way, guess where he is right now? He's a left winger on the top line with Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marchessault. So, like, that pickup was, to me, the most un- underrated pickup around the entire NHL. And we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, Bruce Cassidy was the coach of Boston, and he saw, he saw Ivan Barbashev, you know, firsthand, straight ahead of him, on the bench for seven games. And so I'm really happy for Ivan. He's a... As you guys well know, I mean, he, he's he's a tremendous person, and he treats people really, really well. He's got, you know, there's something about him that uh, that endears him to his teammates and to people. So I'm really happy for Ivan. He gets another kick at this. He got this can, and he gets to do it with his former teammate Alex Petrangelo. That's very true. I mean, and as much as we like Barbie, I'm going to have to say, Panger, I, I don't know. It's hard to bet against Matthew Kachuk and the Panthers with their whole <laughs> run right now, right? Well, it's hard to bet against. If you're betting against Matthew, you're betting against Obi Clark's. So I, I watch out. <laughs> so I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to stick with Obi Clark's and Matthew on this one here, um, and and, uh, and and enjoy the ride. Uh, yeah, it, it, this is um, this. It is something else. I mean, like you win it all, you go down in history as one of the most clutch performers in the history of the NHL, scoring three game winners uh, in a conference final. Um, and that's the importance of winning it all now, and I'm sure that's what Matthew and his, you know, the Panthers are talking about. Is like we've done all this great work, but nobody's going to remember if we don't win, and that's the bottom line. So um, that's the carrot out there for Matthew Kachuk. I've loved watching him. He's his his appearance on on the uh, NBA on TNT pregame show <laughs> yeah. prior to Game Five. I was looking for the pregame show on on ESPN for the hockey, and I'm and and I think it was an ABC game, so there was no pregame show, and I was. I'm looking over, I switch over to the NBA, and there's Matthew Kachuk on there, and for 15 minutes they're talking about hockey. I'm like, that is the best pregame show we could ask for right there. <laughs> no doubt about it. So Real he, good, yeah. He is clearly Matthew Kachuk. He is an X factor in this series. Uh, Aiden Hill is going to be. But maybe the, the when I look at this thing uh, with Bobrovsky, who at one point was kind of considered a disappointment as a free agent signing by the Panthers, uh, to me Bobrovsky is the biggest factor in this series. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, you're you're a young goaltender like Aiden Hill at the other end of the ice, and you're looking across. I mean, Bobrovsky's he's got the awards. I mean, he has two Vesna trophies. He's um, he single-handedly beat the Tampa Bay Lightning four games to nothing uh, when it was one versus eight. I think that was in seventeen or eighteen, and you know, so he's he's you know he's and he's got the mojo. I mean, he. He stepped in in that Boston series and came in and played great and didn't play great in games four and five, but played really well in games six and seven. And then from that point on, he's been outstanding. So other than Matthew Kachuk, he's by far been their best player. So uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's basically what, 
you know what Vegas has to deal with. Vegas has to probably change up how they're going to attack him and where they're going to shoot on him. And um, you've got to employ something different because what the other teams have done against him hasn't worked. And there's been some highly skilled teams. I mean, shoot, Carolina and, and the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, and the Boston Bruins, they're highly skilled. They can, they, they can you know, make a goalie look silly, and, uh, and yet they haven't. So that means that the Vegas Golden Knights are going to have to change things up and maybe attack them on, not on the first shot, but maybe attack them on the, on the second shot. The Kind of the rebound attempts might be more important than the shot from the outside. Panger, you talked about how improbable this Florida Panthers team. They're the eighth seed. They took out the number one seed. They they have been playing extremely well. And, you know, it, it's fun for me to to talk about the NBA and in the, and the NHL because you got two South Florida teams playing in the finals. That is is spectacular what they've been able to do this postseason. You think of what's, what's gone on in South Florida this year, and I don't have the list <laughs> in front of me, but I think it's the, uh, the basketball men's, basketball women's, um, You've got, yeah. obviously, you've got, you know, the Heat. You've got the Panthers. I mean, there were a number of, of, of seeds that were on the lower side that went on to win championships. So there's some magic going on there in, in, in South Florida. Uh, not, not sure what it is. And, and, and there's Brooks Kepka too, rolling around right. with his yeah. Watermaker <laughs> trophy and, and seeing Brady Kachuk sip out of that thing. Um, so, yeah, there's the, you know, there's something to be said, too, about a, like the core group of players. I don't know much about the Miami Heat, but the core group of players of the, of the Panthers last year had 111 points. I mean, they were the President's Trophy winners last year, you know, and they just started off really brutally poor this year and couldn't find themselves. So um, so there was something there that, that, that they could draw from, and finally they came together as a team. And, and maybe part of it was Matthew Kachuk coming over. You know, they lost two players for one player. And, you know, he had some changes going on. It just takes some time sometimes, just like the Blues in, in 19. Uh, that's why I'm saying I'm not comparing the teams, but I'm, I am. you do compare the situations where it took Tyler Bozak and Maroon and, uh, uh, you know, who else did we have in that? Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, really? One more player, though, that, uh, that came on board that, you know, it, it, just, it, it took some time for them to all gel and for the other players that used to get more ice time to kind of settle in and check their ego at the door as well and, and and you know and, and make sure that they're doing everything for the team and not for the name on the on the back of the sweater and and that's an important thing as we well know in team sports is to check your ego at the door and then find a way to win together and, and that's that's what's been really cool about watching uh, the Panthers play. I know that you've been busy, Panger, but were you able to pay attention to the World Championship this weekend? Four Blues winning gold for Team Canada. Doug Armstrong also involved with that. Sammy Blay was fantastic. He had two goals, including the game winner, and was named the player of the game for Team Canada. That has to be encouraging moving forward with Sammy Blay if he'll be able to continue that going into the season, right? You're right, Brooke, and congratulations to Darmy. I know he put a lot of work into it because um, basically there's a lot of players who want to go. So when players don't want to go, you know, you're on that phone an awful lot, and you're calling guys that maybe weren't on your A, B, C, or D list. So... I mean, to put together the kind of team that he did um, and the way that they played with, with a lot of spirit to their game. And, and then on, on the side of, of young players like Sammy Blay and like Jake Neighbors and Joel Hofer, um, I know Perunovic played for USA and there's some other players as well, but you've got to go there and play. Like, it would really bother me if I were the manager or if I was a coach of an NHL team and your country called when you're out of the playoffs in April and you don't want to play. That, that upsets me. Like, you, you have no idea how much that accept, it upsets me. Like, what are you going to do? You're supposed to play this game until right now. This is the Stanley Cup final. You want your players to have that mentality to play well into June. 
uh, otherwise, I don't think you've got the winning fabric. Now, there's always circumstances. There's babies. There's health. There's, you know, there are, there are certain. But a young player that has the ability to go there, and guess what? Now these players, can they, they've got a gold medal. They wore the Canadian sweater or the American sweater or whatever sweater. And even Latvia, look at the way that country celebrated a bronze medal. It was unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for the guys. And winning is winning. And I tell you what, that's, there's nothing like it. So good for them. Um, they, they put another notch in their belt and, and, uh, and, an, and an honor on the, on the shelf, which is awfully good. Banger, final thing. When you suffered a knee injury that ended your career in 90-91, if somebody would have told you on the day that you found out you weren't going to play anymore, they said, you're going to be a broadcaster, you're going to have a great career as a broadcaster, and here we are in 1991, and in 2023, you're going to be broadcasting the Stanley Cup final between Las Vegas and Miami. (laughs) 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 Now, that's a funny that's a funny look back in time right there. Um, you know, Bob Pulford was the GM of, of Chicago at the time, and I was explaining to him that I don't, you know, should I play, should I not play? And he told me to retire, get into TV, and he said to me, because his good friend was Johnny Morris. Remember Johnny Morris? He worked for yeah. CBS in Chicago, former NFL Bears player, if I'm not mistaken, yep. right? Right. And he looked at me and he said, you're going to be like Johnny Morris. And he says, he makes a million dollars. And uh, and he's had a great career in broadcasting. And, and uh, he says that's what that's what's going to happen to you. So about eight years into my broadcast career, I knocked on his office door, and I said, "Polly, I just want to know where the hell the million dollars." It hasn't hit me just yet, but it's coming close. Anyway, so um, but you're right. And, and in, in I think in '96, I shoot in '96, I did that along with Bill Clement and Gary Thorne. I broadcast that final which was the florida panthers first one so yeah right. time is going on and and now then i did i couldn't believe we were in miami because really the rink was in miami at the time because mm-hmm. i remember after it, about three in the morning we were at the cleveland they're gonna hop in the water on the beach for crying <laughs> out loud so uh but but yes and now we now we jump ahead and it's the vegas golden knights and the florida panthers no i i would have lost uh whatever hairs on the top of my head if I was going to bet on that one back then. Amazing. Well, we'll be tuned in, Panger. Have a great time with it. We do appreciate your time, and we'll catch up to you next Tuesday. Yeah, that sounds great, guys. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Darren Pang on 101 ESPN. He is the best.